Welcome to the CND Podcast. I'm Naima Kalachand, and I'm a clinical editor. Today, I'm going to be speaking to Michael Smith. He is a clinical pharmacist at the University Hospital Wishaw in North Lanarkshire in Scotland. Michael has been in the first wave of frontline healthcare professionals to receive a dose of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. Michael's views given in this podcast are his own personal views as a pharmacist. So first of all, I asked Michael to tell me about any research he'd done prior to receiving the vaccine. Of course, I was apprehensive about it. And I think that's only natural. It's a vaccine that we've never had experience of. And being a pharmacist, you always become naturally interested in it and do a bit of background research. So when the sort of manufacturer's information had kind of been released, kind of looked at that, looked at what the dose was and sort of the main side effects that you would expect. But I also had a look, there was a paper come out from the trial in the New England Journal of Medicine. So I had a a look at that as well. And I think that pretty much convinced me, you know, that it was pretty safe. It's been well tested. You know, when you look at the placebo arm and the, the treatment arm, you know, there's a lot of people have been tested. It was pretty amazing to see some of the results in the paper, actually particularly visually, you've seen some of the graphs in that. So if anyone wants to want it in a bit more in-depth, you know, that paper's out there now. So I would definitely encourage anyone to read that paper if they're still kind of sitting on the fence with it. I think you made almost a really good point there because it's just kind of come out of nowhere. We've not really heard much about the vaccine up until now where, you know, nobody's really been told it's been tested in X amount of people. This is how successful it's been. It's just kind of like, oh, here's a vaccine. We're going to roll it out. So maybe if these results were published more widely and I don't know, there was just better communication about that, people might be less apprehensive about getting the vaccine. Yeah, I think you're right. And the thing is, probably most of what we know about vaccine if you don't go looking for it, is from mainstream media and probably social media. So you're not actually getting into the nitty gritty of what actually happened during the trial. And as a pharmacist, I think that's quite important to understand. So as I say, I would encourage anyone who is still not decided about this vaccine to go and have a look at the data because it's quite good data. Let's just talk a bit about actually how you got the vaccine. So whereabouts did you get it? What was the kind of process? What was it like in the area where you got the vaccine? It was quite a straightforward process, actually. It was our occupational health department that has been charged with running the process. So the initial communication came out to say that it would be prioritised for frontline staff who have been working in COVID areas and what we call red zones within the hospital. So that included people like myself, some of my colleagues within pharmacy and the various doctors, nurses and other allied health professions. So we were invited by email to book a slot. So booked that first slot and it actually came out on the Monday of last week And then I was able to get my vaccine on the Wednesday. So that was a week past yesterday. So it was a fairly straightforward process. And when we got down to get the vaccine, you know, there was a very experienced occupational health nurses who were delivering the vaccines to staff and gave us quite a lot of information about it and time to digest it 
to make sure we were happy to go ahead with it. Have you had any side effects since having the vaccine or did you experience any, you know, pain on injection site or was it similar to other injections that you've had before? What, what was that like? Well, it was actually quite funny. So when I got the injection itself, it was actually didn't really feel anything. And when you compare it to the, the sort of seasonal flu vaccine, it was actually much less sore when they actually injected it. So that was one of the main differences. I noticed that, you know, you didn't actually really feel it. In terms of, you know, ongoing side effects, you know, just the kind of usual things that you would tend to get post-vaccination. You know, the next day I felt a little bit of a sore head. I was a bit tired that day, took a couple of paracetamol and that sorted it. And it only lasted that day or two post-vaccination and absolutely fine now. No lasting sort of ongoing adverse effects. Have you been told about long-term monitoring following your vaccination? What was the advice that was given to you on that? So we were told, obviously, when we arrived, you know, to get the vaccine, we would be monitored, you know, for 15 minutes after the vaccination itself, just to ensure that you you didn't have an allergic reaction. Because interestingly enough, when I turned up for the vaccine on the Wednesday, the BBC had actually just reported that two NHS workers had had adverse reactions to it and probably on that point you know when you looked into it I think there was a lot of kind of jumping on that you know obviously it was day one of vaccination but when you looked at what had happened to those two individuals they had a history of severe allergies which wouldn't be surprising that they could have had a reaction to the vaccine just like any other vaccine really Mm -hmm. so the main thing they were monitoring for is at the time was having an allergic reaction but in terms of long term they didn't specifically mention anything about long-term monitoring but we were asked if we were happy to be contacted down the line in terms of study don't know what that would involve but it was purely a are you happy to be contacted so I'm guessing because we don't know how long immunity is going to last post-vaccination they're obviously going to want to do some follow-up so I'm assuming that's what that was for And just with regards to your pharmacist colleagues, were they all getting the vaccine as well? Did anybody refuse it? Or what was the kind of consensus among your colleagues? On the lead up to the vaccination, we'd had some chat about the vaccine and whether we would take it or whether we would not take it. And like I alluded to at the start, of course, we were apprehensive about it. It's a new vaccine. We didn't know much about it. But as I say, We've done a bit of research into it ourselves. I would say most of my colleagues have been more than happy to take the vaccine. And certainly within the team I work in, all of my colleagues have now had their first doses of vaccination. I would say it's been a a fairly positive uptake on the vaccination. Not to my knowledge, certainly where I work, I haven't heard anybody saying, oh no, I'm not going to take it. There was initially probably one or two who were maybe sitting on the fence with it, but I think that was just normal apprehension and worry. But I think when you see what it's going to achieve and why we're doing it, I think that's what swayed them towards getting it. And we're going to be seeing a lot of patients coming into community pharmacy over the coming months, you know, concerned and worried about the vaccine, especially from, you know, things like the anaphylactic reaction that they've seen on the news. How would you recommend that pharmacists refute any concerns among patients? I think the important thing to acknowledge with patients And it's like any medicine, 
So it doesn't matter whether it's a vaccine or a medicine. I think it's important to acknowledge the concern because if you try and brush it under the carpet without acknowledging the concern, in my experience, you don't help calm that concern down. And I think it's about showing patients and, and almost leading by example. If you were able to to tell any patient about your own experience of getting the vaccine, I have no doubt that that would be able to help because the patients will see us as a source of information and they'll trust us when it comes to medicines because we're medicines experts. So I think it's important to lead by example, acknowledge the concern, explain if they specifically ask about the anaphylaxis, then I think explaining that there are very rare reactions that the people that it happened to, particularly the NHS staff, were ones that had history of severe allergies. And if you do have a severe allergy, I think they're actually saying that they might be holding off vaccinating that kind of group of patients anyway. But it's about providing sound evidence-based information to patients. And I firmly believe that by getting the vaccine yourself and sharing that story, that it will lead by example. That's a really, really good point. And just finally, do you know of any pharmacy-led vaccine delivery centres in your area? Not specifically in my area. As I mentioned, the actual process of administration of the vaccine itself is is being coordinated by our occupational health department. But what I would say is for that vaccine to actually get to frontline staff and patients, there's a whole host of people in behind the scenes within pharmacy who are working very hard to get the vaccine there. So, you know, like my colleagues who work in our procurement teams across the NHS are doing amazing jobs at actually moving the vaccine because, as we know, the storage requirements are not normal for what we would normally have for vaccines. So that is a logistical challenge, but it's one that they've managed very well. And I don't know if you've seen in Scotland, we've actually managed to start taking the vaccine to care homes, which again is testament to pharmacy teams up and down the land who've been able to actually get that vaccine to the patients who need it most. But as I say, nothing where the pharmacists are directly administering it yet, certainly not in the service I work in, but I'm kind of talking more about my colleagues here. What they are doing is getting that vaccine to where it needs to be. Was there anything else that you wanted to kind of cover? I think just to say, if any pharmacist has concerns about it, there's so many of my colleagues have had it now. And I think we were sitting, looking at the data, I can only comment in Scotland, I think we were sitting about 18,000 people had had their first dose. And, you know, we haven't had any reports, or certainly not that I'm aware of, of anything going wrong. I would encourage anyone who's unsure to go and read the data and understand it, because certainly for me, it was pretty convincing. That was Michael Smith, a clinical pharmacist from the University Hospital Wishaw in North Lanarkshire in Scotland. Michael spoke to us about his experiences of having the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to CND Podcast on your preferred podcast app or on SoundCloud. Thank you for listening.